Hey ladies, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited that you're joining us on this podcast where we encourage women and inspire them to fully walk in everything that they've been called to do. We believe that each person has been created with a specific purpose and it is up to us to walk in it, to discover what it is and to allow it to fully manifest in our lives. And so each week we have conversations that allow us to evolve and grow and to fully understand and embrace the purpose call on our lives. And so ladies, without further ado, let us get started. Um, Somewhere along the way, there was like a disconnect with us. Um, And then you called me one day, (laughs) like a month ago. I think about a month ago, you called me and um, basically said, hey, there's some things I want to talk to you about that are concerning to me as far as our friendship um and honestly I was kind of like who me you ain't talking about (laughs) you're talking about me you're not talking about one of your other friends you're talking about me um hey guys welcome to this week's podcast episode I'm really excited about this conversation I've wanted to get a friend on and just really dive into conversations that have been difficult that we've been able to have and come out on the other side better and stronger. And so I've been able to track my girl Crystal down. Crystal is a mental health advocate and the founder of Crystal Confessions Outreach. And we had a conversation about some unmet needs in our relationship, right? In our friendship and you know how there was an uneasiness and it being uncomfortable even in having a conversation, but where we are now that we're on the other side. I think that this is so important and it's a great way to close out our friendship series. You know, we've talked about building authentic relationships. We've talked about whether you have a co-superhero with you or a sidekick. We've talked about so many things just over the time in this podcast with how important relationships are and how we decide like the ones that we want to go forward with and the ones that just are not serving us or serving them anymore. And so this was a great, great way for us to um, segue or to complete this series. And so I'm going to stop talking so we can hop into the conversation and y'all have like, you know, not a sneak peek, but we're opening up ourselves to, to share dialogue that we've had with each other that has definitely helped us grow and um, to become closer as friends. Hey guys, so sorry for this interruption, but I just wanted to come on and just talk to you about ways that we can further connect. I get a lot of inquiries in my DM about ways that we can go beyond the podcast. And so I just wanted to take the moment and give you three different ways that we can further connect and partner. And so the first way is, did y'all know I had a YouTube series? I have a YouTube channel entitled Tisha Talks, and there's a lot more content there and conversations that I've had that could absolutely help you as you are continuing your journey to do life well and to do business well. Um, And so that's the first way. The second way is um, if you're having a conference or an event and you're looking for a speaker, someone who is committed to living a purpose-filled life, to providing transformative information, uh, to growing and empowering individuals, 
I am your girl, okay? I would love to partner with you as you build the communities that you're in. I would love to be a part of that, the things that you are doing in your environment. Like this is what it's all about. It's about us being impactful in the spheres of influences that we have. And so the link to be able to book me as a speaker is also going to be available in the show notes. Now, the third way is kind of similar to the second way, um, except maybe you're not looking for a speaker, but you're looking for a host, someone who can facilitate, someone who loves to connect people together, someone who loves to build community, someone who loves to empower and encourage and um, just enlighten and bring another sense of inspiration and just enjoyment to the room, here I am. I'd love to partner with you in that way um, to help make your event a success. And so for all of these different ways for us to partner and connect outside of the podcast, links to this will be in my show notes. And I'm super excited to get to know you beyond this space right here. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to stop talking. We're going to get back to the episode. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Gloss Ladies Connect. Y'all, I am so excited about today's conversation. This has been something like way long overdue and I'm really, really excited about today's guest. I got my, my girl, my um, God sister, my sister in love, <laughs> um, Crystal here with us and we have a really, really great topic for y'all today, so I'm really excited to get into it. But before we do, I do want her to introduce herself and let you guys know a little bit about who she is and what she does. Hello, my name is Crystal Burrell. Um, I'm a nurse. I'm a mother of two. And like Leticia said, we are God sisters, sisters in love. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited about this topic, too, because I think it's something that women, especially even Black women need to start talking about more and being more transparent about. And I really think it'll bless other women in their relationships and in their friendships. Yeah, I am. I, wa- I want to say stoked, but I feel like that's like old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and old <crazy. laughs> um, so guys, Crystal mentioned it. We are talking about friendships today. And um I'm really, you know, I love talking about relationships. I love talking about friendships because I really feel like Sometimes as women, um, Black women, that's the perspective that I can speak from, we undervalue the impact or the weight of that re- of friendships in our lives. I think a lot of times we'll just be like, well, I'm done. I'm over it or whatever. And really, there's just so much more um, texture to that and depth that friendships bring to us as individuals. And so... When, when we were talking, we were first talking about talking about something else. And then you kind of grabbed my ear and was like, you know what? I think we should, you know, cover this friendship topic and put, and put our business out in the streets, <laughs> put our stuff out in the streets <laughs> and, and um, you know, out for everybody to hear, but I, I'm here for it. And I think that it, it is much needed and necessary. And I think that it, I, I hope, and I pray that it will be a good like roadmap for other people um, processing and navigating through relationships. So I'm gonna let you start. Okay. <laughs> um, so we've been friends for 15 years because Michael's 15 years old. 
Um, we met um, when he was first born. We met through a program that I was a part of and you were um, on the board of that program. Um, so that's how our relationship started and it's been a 15 year relationship. Um, but I guess somewhere along the way lately, the past couple of years, I would have to say, um, it got kind, it got very distant. It wasn't as tight anymore. And I think a lot of things might have contributed to that, but I won't like rush ahead. But um, somewhere along the way, there was like a disconnect with us. Um, and then you called me one day, <laughs> like a month ago. I think right. about a month ago, you called me and um, basically said, hey, there's some things I want to talk to you about that are concerning to me as far as our friendship. Um, and honestly, I was kind of like, who, me? You ain't talking about, <laughs> you're talking about me. You're not talking about one of your other friends. You're talking about me. Um, and then we just had that hard, honestly, to me, it wasn't a hard conversation because our friendship has always been one that we could have honest conversations. But I guess for other people it would be considered a hard conversation about the state of our friendship and things that were um, unsettling with you. Yeah, yeah, I think I think there's so many things to unpack, but I'll start yeah. with, I think it was the reason why it was a hard conversation for me to initiate, um, unlike maybe past conversations, is because I knew that there was, that I had to own up to um, something that I had been holding against you that I actually needed to forgive you for. And I think what makes it hard sometimes is, especially when you lead with like, mm, I was wrong about this right here. <laughs> like, um, I think that that can make it difficult and hard. And I think uh, vulnerability, like that is, it almost feel like the X word or like um, there's so much like shame associated with um, being vulnerable and not really knowing how um, people are going to take it. And I think also owning it for yourself, like owning the space that you're in, especially when you kind of carry yourself as a, I got it all together, boss lady, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, mm, those things, I don't deal with those things, <laughs> you know, type yeah. stuff. When you carry yourself like that, I think it can be, it's more pride. I think that is what makes it hard to initiate that conversation. Okay. Yeah, so how did you feel when I, so you said that um, your first feeling was like, I know she ain't talking about me, but. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> um, how do I feel that I felt, try to think, think back. I felt, um, I'm trying to, think of the perfect word um I wouldn't I don't know I wouldn't feel I would I don't the word that comes to my mind is relieved because I I I knew personally that our friendship was not what it used to be or not what it once was so honestly it was kind of like a relief to me that you said something so then we can like get this train back on on the tracks so mm -hmm. for me it was kind of like a feeling of relief um 
it was also a feeling of uh, like me having to check myself, me having to really listen and then do the work to check myself in the role I was playing in the friendship. Um, so it was a lot of self, just self-reflection, I, I guess I would have to say, um, during that conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go back because I know you said that there was a, a lot of transitions that, that have happened that you think um, accounted to the disconnect. So I'm curious to hear like what you think the transitions were and then then I'll share what I think the transitions were. I think one of the biggest things is the distance. Mm-hmm. Like us both living in New Jersey, us both living like we weren't too far away from each other. Like we were less than 30 minutes away. So definitely us being able to go get coffee together, us being able to do those little things that keep friendships together. Um, definitely like us not being able to do those things anymore. Definitely for me personally, I feel like contributed to that. Um, also, I think just over time, when life happens, sometimes you kind of get disconnected when you don't, but friendships are work and you can't just let it go. Like you have to do the work to stay connected. And sometimes, like you said, black women, we don't value friendships the way that we should. We don't put the work in the way that we should. Um, And that's something personally I have been working on. I said, um, ever since my 35th birthday in November, the whole year I've been feeling like I've really been needing to work on my friendships. So that's something I'm realizing that friendships take work and you can't just let them slip through your fingers. Um, So for me personally, I know me not doing the work um, led to the distance. and I think for me personally, those were the two biggest things, the distance and the just not doing the work, you know, in, in phone calls and catching up and just checking in on people. Yeah, I think that's that's so good. I, I think I agree. I think I would probably also add, I feel like there was a longer transition because I think you know I think it's interesting that you started with like we met 15 years ago and you were in a program and I was in the board of the program and so I think our relationship kind of started out as like mentor mentee type thing right and then then I think things changed right (laughs) you you begin to like come out of that need for the mentee so to speak And I Mm -hmm. think that we had to figure out how to adjust. I think that it might've shifted from like mentor to mentee to big sister, little sister. You got married. And I think there was like major changes where when we stopped putting it, when the work stopped happening, we didn't shift like I think properly or in the best way for our relationship to thrive the most. Yeah. You know, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. I agree with you. Like our relationship, it's it, like friendships. There's different seasons in friendships and our friendship started. I was just watching the show today. It's so funny. Um, and their friendship started when they were 18 years old. And then uh, the show now they're like in their 40s. And they literally had to tell each other, this friendship is toxic and we can't do this anymore because we're living 
as 18 year olds right now. And we're not 18 year olds anymore. We need, this friendship is not working as 40 year old, as our 40 year old self. So I definitely think with us, it, it um, I think once it went from, I don't, once I got older, once you got older, like you were saying, like there's a shift that just occurred that no longer was I like the mentee. I, I was growing as a woman, but like you said, we never did the work in figuring out, okay, so what does this friendship look like now? Right. We right. never did that work of what does this friendship look like now? What does this friendship mean now? How, how do we navigate this friendship now? Because it can't stay meant like that's not a grow, growing relationship if you stay right. where you are when you first started that's not a growing that's not a supportive friendship you know so I definitely agree with you like we never did the work as we were growing for our friendship to grow with us and I think almost like I don't think I entered into the relationship or to the friendship with the woman of crystal you know what yeah. I mean and I think yeah. when when that happened like when you when that relationship shifted, you weren't, we weren't in the same state. So (laughs) it was like, so we really couldn't do. So like, you know, what do you like to do? Where do you like to go? How do you like to hang out? Like we really couldn't do that because we weren't together. And so then I think, I don't think that, I don't think that it was intentional, Yeah. but I think, but because we weren't being intentional, it just, allowed it to separate and I think most people look up and they're like wow I haven't spoken to such and such and you know however long or I don't even know why I'm not speaking to such and such yeah (laughs) because they haven't really paid attention to like the shifts and the changes that that transpired so I guess I'll just share and then you can piggyback on that I think for me um I think that one of the main shifts that I kind of noticed or the the main thing, not the shift, but the the things that were happening that I noticed that made me reach out or made me, before it made me reach out, made me feel some kind of way. Was like, I would call and you would answer or you wouldn't call me back or, and then I, at first, you know, like in your mind, you're like, oh, okay, maybe she doesn't call, maybe she, but then you just start seeing like patterns patterns of behavior and so then I just started saying oh um and then I was like well I'm not gonna call (laughs) I'm not gonna call and if she called me she don't really call me that much but (laughs) I'm not gonna answer (laughs) excuse me so then you get into like instead of like in hindsight I probably should have just called it or spoke about it like when it first happened but I think that this is what we tend to do We just, we respond with, I think, our feelings instead of communication. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of talking. So what were you thinking through during that time? Like, were you like, oh, it's nothing, nothing's wrong, nothing going on? Or was there something going on? Or was it like a part of the disconnect that made you be like, I'm not really doing this right now? Um, I thing I definitely noticed like that are that I definitely noticed your absence (laughs) I definitely (laughs) noticed that um because like I said we were like super when I lived in New Jersey we were like super tight super tight um so I definitely noticed an absence but 
for me personally, the reason why I didn't reach out or the reason why I didn't uh, pick up the phone as much as I should have is because I think I told you this too. I did not think of myself as that important in our friendship that it would make that much of a difference to you if I wasn't reaching out, if I wasn't like, I didn't, I didn't deem myself that important that, oh, you know, Letitia, like this, my, my friendship in her, I didn't, I didn't think our, my part of the friendship made a big, took up a big space in your life. So I'm just like, oh, if I don't call, if I don't do this, if I don't do that, then I don't, I didn't think it really mattered. Um, but that's where communication comes in. That's where um, two people talking it out comes in because you never really know what the other person's thinking. You never really know um, what you mean to somebody else unless you talk about it. Yeah. I want to like when you said that, like, if I'm not if I'm not the person you're talking about, I'll be like, I'll be like, wow. So, <laughs> yeah. So then there there also had to be something on my part that didn't make you feel that valuable. Um, honestly, it wasn't a you thing. That was just a crystal thing. That's mm-hmm. just a crystal feeling like she's not the person that everybody else chooses. You know, she's not everybody's mm-hmm. first pick. You know, mm-hmm. she's not the person that somebody's gonna call and be like, ooh, let me call Crystal. So that's not a, a Letitia thing. That's just a crystal thing that Crystal needs to work on. That's just a me thing. So I don't think there was anything that you did. Like, I know there's nothing that you did that made me be like, oh, let me not call a teacher or let me. Sometimes in friendships, you really need to, I have a friendship now. I'm about to put all my business out there. (laughs) I have a friend now that she doesn't really call. She doesn't like, we, and we've had the same conversation you and me had, Letitia, like, hey, I want to work on our friendship. I want to get this together. Um, and I, I'm doing the work of calling her, checking in on, on her, even if it's a text message, because I understand sometimes people just don't want to talk when they have a lot going on in their life. They might not want to be able to talk. They might not want to talk, but a text message to just to open up the door to let you know I'm here. I've been doing that and I've been getting crickets. So I'm at the point now where I realize, you know what, maybe right now in her life, she cannot be the friend I need her to be but I'm still going to keep on checking in. I'm still going to keep on um, just making sure she knows I'm there and it's not a me thing. It's a her thing. So just like it was a me thing and not a you thing. Sometimes it's not even, it's not a personal thing. Maybe it's just that that friend is going through some things that they need to work on, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, that is, um, that's good. And you said, um, you said not to take it personal. I think <laughs> that can be so hard. And I think that that's yeah. where a lot of like relationships fall off because, because you don't, you, because you do take it personal. But when I think of friendships, I think of it as a transactional relationship, right? Where yeah. like, I'm giving you something, but you're also giving me something. It may be different, a different thing, you know, cause sometimes we have different friends that do different stuff. Like that's my friend that, um, all we're going to do is laugh and, and have fun. And this is my other friend, we're going to have them deep conversations, you know? So you have different friends that kind of meet different needs, but it should be like a reciprocal. It, it, both yeah. people should be getting something from that relationship. And something I learned because I I've had friends too, that, um, you pour, you pour, you pour into, um, but they're not pouring back. Yeah. And 
uh, a friend of mine told me to match people's energy to yeah. match people's energy and kind of like not in a like personal kind of way but just move in that space like if you if you're if you don't have the time for you know these these type of conversations that I want or going out when, when I want to go out but what you do have the time for is maybe a text message here or there then that's the energy I'm gonna give you back. I'm gonna give you back the text message. I think sometimes what we do, and I know I have definitely done, is like, I'm the friend who wants to go out and who wants to do this and who wants to do that. So I keep putting that like on the other person and that's not the type of relationship they're trying to have. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's not the type of friendship they're trying to have. And like, instead of getting mad, just be like, oh, okay, so- this is the type of friendship we have. Yeah. The little texting thing happening. <laughs> yeah. Like I, and then, I had to learn the hard way that not everybody's going to be my best friend. Like mm-hmm. uh, me personally, when I look for a friend, when I'm forming a friendship, like I'm, I'm not, I don't know if it's a bad or good thing, but I'm not looking for a shallow friendship. I'm looking for my friends to become my family. But I had to learn that not everybody's looking for that, you know, so I really have to um, just be aware of that and -hmm. assess that as I start the friendship. I think that starts in the beginning of friendships, really assessing what type of friend this is going to be. Is it going to be a more shallow relationship or is it going to be a deeper relationship where we become more like family? So I think that's important in growing. I think that's important when it comes to friendships, knowing that. And I think I agree. And I think it's okay. It's okay if it's going to be shallow and then it's okay if it's going to be family. I think making sure like inside that we're okay with that. Cause I just, I just had a conversation with a couple of friends yesterday and um, I had sent out my little SOS. I'm like, I feel like we a little disconnected (laughs) and they just started sharing about their, um, their their friend issues like the things that they have experienced in the past that's really preventing them from showing up in certain ways are being as vulnerable and so that takes me back to what you were saying where it wasn't like a Letitia thing it was a crystal thing and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people are walking all of us we all got some type of like trauma or stuff that we're dealing with everybody's walking around with something and so some people just aren't even like capable or ready or there to show up in that particular way. And I feel like we really, we set them free and we set ourselves free when we, like you said, assess it in the beginning, figure out what type of relationship it is and match energy. Match energy has been my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> that has helped me in ways I haven't, I couldn't even imagine. So we had that conversation. Um, What do you feel like are some of your greatest takeaways from that? Um, That, yeah, what do you feel like some of of your greatest takeaways are from us having that conversation? Um, One is to never think you know what the other person is thinking, you know? Because like I said, I really thought that my space in your life wasn't anything that was that important that I needed to um, continuously work on. Mm -hmm. 
So one of the biggest thing is never assume you know what the other person's thinking or feeling. Um, another thing would be to make sure I'm working on relationships. And another thing would be, it wasn't even about our friend, our relationship. I, I was, I was telling you about another friendship that I know I needed to let go of, but I didn't know how. And I think you were telling me that, um, to stop checking in and stop checking for that person. I might want to be their friend, but they don't want to be my friend. So just understand that and stop breaking my own heart by checking in on them and checking for them. Mm. I really took that into consideration and it really does free me up because it's like, that's a reality too. Sometimes people just don't want to be your friend. They don't like you. Yeah. So just Mm. taking that in has really helped me because I'm not checking out for them anymore. And that is very freeing. Mm-hmm. I think that was, I mean, cause I've had, you know, some friendships where I've really just had, it, it just really is what it is. Like that person doesn't want to be your friend anymore. Like you can extend olive branches and they don't take them. And so, um, I've typically been the one like, I'm going to keep trying because, you know, we got to make this right because, you know, this is the, the Christian thing to do. What would Jesus do? You know, I got to keep trying. That's what good trying. people do. That's what mm-hmm. a mature person does. This is what growth looks like. Like everybody says they want to grow, but when it's time to communicate, don't nobody want to grow. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, nobody I really want to do it. So yeah. I, when I realized, I think it was a, at first, it was a hard pill to swallow, like, yeah. And not checking for you like that. They don't want to be your friend for whatever reason. Um, but when I owned it and and I let it, and I think that rewounding part was so important. Yeah. Cause I didn't I didn't realize that me continuously putting out the olive branch, me continuously was just a, a setup, was just me setting myself up for the same thing to happen that had been happening all along. And then, so my heart would get broke over and over and over, or my feelings would get hurt over and over and over. And here I am setting myself up to do it again, you know, for number 15. And so I think sometimes we don't realize just like um, how much we need to, and then the Bible says, guard your heart. Yeah. What do we think (laughs) that meant? Like that doesn't just apply to like these men folks are like in these relationships but just in general with people, like guard your heart. Like, why would we, you know, even for our kid, we wouldn't keep putting him in the line of fire, him or her in the line of fire over and over and over again. Um, yeah. But we do it for ourselves. Yep. So yeah. I thought that that was so, um, so impactful. I think for me, it was my my biggest takeaway was that, the conversation was easier than I thought it was going to be. But I know mm-hmm. I was. I knew I was going to have the conversation. And I know you said that typically, um, we'll we'll have we'll say whatever we need to say. But I think again, it always was like in a mentor, mentee, or big yeah. sister, or little sister type of way. So it was kind of like this was more like a woman to woman. Yeah, this never was different. Had a, yeah, this was different. This was like. 
I'm about to be a little vulnerable to you and I'm about to see how you take it, what you do with it. Whereas the yeah. other one is kind of like, let me advise you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, let me, like, it's like different. And yeah. so um, when I did that though, and, and you're not the only person that I did it with. I've had a couple more tough conversations, but what I've also learned and is the people that's really checking for you and the people that really love you will have the conversation, right? Yeah. Like we might not agree with everything, but there's not going to, there's going to be a desire to fix it or to work on it. Like it was yeah. in most cases, it was never the intent. You know what I mean? It just, it, we just weren't doing the work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. So before I guess we go, um, I'll let you share anything else that you want to share. Um, I do want to preface this by saying that I feel like for me coming to you with a conversation, the first thing I had to do was be in a place of forgiveness because um, I honestly don't think, I think pride would have got the best of me. I would, <laughs> in all, all those conversations I had, it would have got the best of me. I'd have been going through the scenario in my mind, like why are they doing this or whatever. Um, and then I think when you're going through the scenario in your mind, that's where you get to testing it out over and over. That's why you keep doing it yeah. again. Cause you're like, all right, I'm gonna do this. And then they're going to get a check for that. And then I'm gonna do this. Oh, see, they still did it again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just like building it up. Um, but I think I had to get to a place of forgiveness where I had to be like, wait a minute. Um, I think I apologized too. I think I apologized for holding. Did I apologize for holding it against you? Uh-huh. I don't. I'm, I apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, thank you for the apology. Holding it against you. Um, but I think I needed to, because really forgiveness is, it's not necessarily apologizing, but it is really like a letting go and not holding on to something mm -hmm. and not holding that person um, hostage or accountable to that thing anymore. And I really felt like I needed to I also felt like I needed to do that so that I could come to you in the right way mm -hmm. and with the right heart. Cause like before I've been like, now, you know, you ain't calling me <laughs> What yeah. is the problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that that really played, and I, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that that has really helped the other, it's helped a couple of things. It's helped the other conversations be successful but it's also helped me know who to have the other conversations with. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that was just a revelation right now that I got. But <laughs> any last words or anything that you want to um, share or leave us with on this topic of friendships and, and disconnect? And I would just say, don't spend so much energy focusing on those that are not in your corner because it is truly a waste of energy, focus on those that are giving you and showing you through their actions that they care for you. Even if it's just two people, even if you have just two people in your corner, give all your love and all your focus and all your energy to those two people. Stop wasting all, because I used to waste so much energy wondering, well, why, why is she acting like this? Why is she acting like that? Why, like, why aren't they calling me back? Why aren't they, show like all this wasted energy 
on people that really don't care at the end of the day. And then I have people that do care and I'm not giving them, you know, the energy that they deserve. So I would just say, stop wasting energy on people that don't matter and really focus and look at the people that are there for you. Yeah. I love it. That sounds great. Yeah, I think that was just excellent advice and it'll set you free. Yeah. It'll absolutely <laughs> set you free. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Crystal, for coming on and sharing and um, let everybody see a little bit of our business. Yes. <laughs> and how we've been <laughs> able to work through it. Um, yes. If people wanted to reach you, how would they um, share your Instagram handle? Um, um, crystal, crystals.confessions. Um, that's my Instagram handle. Okay, cool. All right, girl. Thank you so much for joining us today and um, talk to you guys later. Ladies, did you enjoy that episode or what? Did this episode speak to you in some kind of way? I would absolutely love to hear about it. Y'all know it does my heart good when you subscribe and you share this podcast with someone else that you know can absolutely benefit from it. Y'all, we are out here connecting, walking in our purpose and encouraging each other along the way. I love meeting with you every week and I'd love to stay further connected. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tisha underscore talks and to visit my website, www.tishatalks.org. You'll find the podcast, you'll find other videos and you'll find other courses and classes and workshops, conferences, the list goes on and on to the things that we are currently doing so that we can further connect beyond this weekly podcast. So ladies, without further ado, I want you guys to walk fully in everything that you've been called to align your passion with your purpose and go out there and get everything that has your name on it. Talk to you later.